0: Do not adjust your broadband connection. Thank you.
1: Okay, and we're back. Welcome back to another fun filled, vitamin enriched, sodium enhanced episode of The Average Joe Show. We finally made it to the double digits, episode number 10. I'm the host, of your Corey Charette. Joining me tonight is the man, the myth, the legend, the brains, the bronze, the beauty, Mr. Ward Miller. Ward, how's it going tonight?
2: You're making me blush.
1: Oh well, thank God! This is an audio podcast, so I don't have to exactly, see exactly.
2: Because I, I am very pretty, and, and I will, and I do appreciate the the man, the myth, the legend quote. But <laughs> we'll leave that as that. <laughs> all right,
1: all right. Enough with it. Let's start off with the first story. That of course we're going to stick with politics because we're less than a, a week or a week and a half away, aren't we? Yeah, something like that. Thank the, God,
2: yeah, it's the, the fourth. Um yeah, uh we'd start talking about this story last week and it's gone leaps and bounds from what it was last week. Apparently the former attorney general for the state of Pennsylvania, his name's Philip Berg, filed suit in Pennsylvania Supreme Court or Pennsylvania State Court, excuse me. It's not the Supreme Court yet. Pennsylvania State Court uh Claiming that o- Barack Obama is not an American citizen, as pursuant to the Constitution, meaning that if Obama is not an American citizen, he can't be he can't run for president. So, um, basically, there's a Rule 36 that is used in um, non-criminal trials and civil suits that basically says, uh, I'm going to say some things and you have 30 days to dispute them. If you do not dispute these, these claims that I've made, they're true. And, uh, so, uh, Mr. Berg posted this, um, on his website, uh, it's com, and we'll have a link for that in the show notes. Um, but anyway, he was on Savage, uh, Michael Savage, tonight, and gave a, a very detailed explanation of why um, he feels as though Mr. Obama is not an American citizen. And uh, I don't know how many of our viewers are... Or listeners, viewers. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> yeah. how, many of our, how many of the participants of this podcast pay attention to uh, politics in the first place? Because it is boring. It mean, is. Let's face it. But, you know, the difference is <sighs> Mr. Obama's generating a lot of money. And because the donations are less than $250, he's not having to claim who gave him that money. So it's basically if if I want to fund a candidate, alright, so we're gonna we're gonna nominate Corey here for president. Uh-huh. And I want Corey to get a million dollars. Now the campaign rules say that I can only give you twenty five hundred. Uh-huh. That's the max campaign contribution. Alright? But so say I set up uh, a couple different accounts, and each of my accounts gives you two hundred, you know, twenty five hundred dollars. So if I, if five of them give you twenty five hundred dollars, you got ten grand out of me. Mm-hmm. That's basically one of the scams that that I feel that they're running. But we won't even go there. According to his claim, Mr. Obama was born in Kenya, and that was part of the rule 36 that he applied to Mr. Obama and and in his defense his uh he also sued the DNC saying that they didn't vet Mr. Obama fully and I'm trying to find the list of all the uh, actual charges that they had uh But basically uh the only response that obama 's team had was to file for a dismissal of the lawsuit they didn't answer any of the questions and and here's another another thing that 's very troubling do you under, Do you know that Barack Obama has gone gone under the name? under the following names. Barack Hussein Obama, Barry Hussein Obama, Barack Dunham, Barry Dunham, Barack uh, Sator- Sator- Satoro, Satoro, Barry Satoro, and that he is not a natural or naturalized American citizen. Now, they're, they're all his, his aliases. Uh-huh. The other thing is and you're going to hear a lot about this this week at this coming week I I think because there apparently is a tape that Mr. Berg has come into uh possession of where Mr. Obama's uh parental grandmother on his father's side stated that she was present at his, uh, birth
0: uh-huh.
2: and that occurred in Kenya. Huh. So, um, the other, the other question I had was, you know, we're in the, they're in the middle of this, this, um, you know, one of the biggest elections of all time. And it, it it's a lot closer than the polls tell you, right? You know, I I honestly believe it's it's well within the uh, you know margin of error. Uh-huh. So these polls are that close, and Barack Obama says, "You know what? My grandma's sick, and I got to go visit her in Hawaii," and he bolts. Right, right, because she's gonna. Uh, uh, and according to some of the other sites, Obama says she's she may not live till election day, and, and I feel sorry for her uh-huh don't you know i wouldn't wish anybody's grandmother's death on them however now if it's your grandmother that's going to die and she meant that much to you and she raised you and she you know taught you you know your hard work ethic and so on and so forth as mr obama has claimed and this is going to be the last you know, she's in the last few days of her life because she's not going to make it to Election Day. Wouldn't you take your wife and kids with you to say goodbye to grandma? Just ask him. Because Barack Obama didn't. He left his wife. In fact, his wife was uh, campaigning for him today uh-huh. in uh, Ohio. And his kids are still in the States. He went with his. A team of lawyers and uh Secret Service guys. So my other question goes to why do you need a team of lawyers to fly with you to go visit grandma? Unless you're gonna try doctoring up some official documents. But I I don't want to make this into a, into a uh you know, bummer podcast or anything. Mm-hmm. I it's just one of them news stories that it it's it, it kind of you want to talk about it, and like I said on the Michael Savage show, he had this this uh, Philip Berg on, uh-huh. and he and uh, for those who don't know who Michael Savage is, he is not a right wing um, radio host like a uh, Rush Limbaugh, at the same time he is not a left wing like an Alan Combs. He's pretty much dead in the middle, and. He had Berg on, and he said that, you know, he only had Berg on because he says this is not a run-of-the-mill guy who's just saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to stir up some dirt. This guy has, you know, a lot of credibility. Number one, he is a lifelong Democrat. Uh Back back in 2000 with all the stuff with Gore and Bush, he was one of the attorneys who was fighting for Gore. He, he is Mr. Democrat, but he says before he's a Democrat, he's an American, and he just doesn't want the conflict of Constitution, which this will cause. Because if he were to be elected, if Obama wins the election, uh-huh. the Electoral College meets in December, if this case doesn't come out, you know, if, if they can't get somebody to make a ruling on this case one way or another by December – and he actually gets sworn in as president. Uh-huh. The only way to get him out at that point – now, he, at that point, he would be ineligible to be president right. because he's not an American citizen. However, the only way to get him out of office would be to uh, – uh, what's that called? Impeaching? Yes, impeachment. Uh-huh. He would have to be impeached except for the fact that it's a Democratic Congress and they'd never impeach him. There's got to be.
1: He, well, technically, he, if, you know, like I said, he's not qualified to be president, then he's not the president. So there's really no impeachment process, I
2: guess. Well, not only that, and, and Berg brought this up too, there is no body responsible for vetting whether or not you're an American citizen. It's right. It's not the FBI. It's not the CIA. Now, I was in the Air Force, uh-huh. a, a, as you were. Right. right. When you went in. We went through a tougher vetting process to become members of the United States Air Force than Barack Obama has to become the President of the United States. Right. Currently, with his status, he doesn't have the security clearance to be one of his own bodyguards. Huh. He could not be in the FBI right now. He could not be in the Secret Service right now based on the fact that he, number one, hasn't released any of his... Uh well he hasn't he won't release any medical records. Uh He won't release his college transcripts. He won't release anything from college. He won't release his birth certificate. What else is he hiding? Why why won't he release his college records? Does his college records say that he's not an American citizen? That he took money from uh you know, because he wasn't he wasn't an American? Did he get extra college tuition to go to Harvard? I mean, this guy went to Harvard. Now, if I go to Harvard and I graduate and I'm a lawyer from the Harvard Law School, which is one of the most prestigious in the world, you don't think I'm going to want everybody to see the fact that I graduated and what my grades were? Unless you're either, A, ashamed of your grades, or B, there's something in there you don't want the world to see. And I think that, that... they're playing the race card because, you know, and somebody, was, so I know that sh- sooner or later we're going to get hate mail from somebody saying, oh, Ward's just, uh, he's a racist because Barack Obama, you know, is a black guy. It has nothing to do with his color of skin, white, black, purple. I don't care if you can lead the country. All right. Number one, his, his, uh, I want you to, to follow the rules. All right. Whether I would vote for him based on his skin color is ridiculous. Uh-huh. I, would, I would vote on him based on his policies, but I wouldn't even entertain the thought if I don't think that he's, uh, he's legal to be the president of the United States. John McCain, he filled up. you know, when they said, well, the same could be said about McCain. He was born in Panama. He was born on a military installation in Panama. His father was an admiral admiral mccain he was born on a military installation which is the same as being born in the heart of washington dc because that's you know a military installation anywhere in the world is considered american soil uh-huh. i i just don't you know and when they when as soon as he was questioned about it he produced every document that we that could be asked to him right Here, here's my You know, here's the paper from the hospital that said I was born there. Here's my birth certificate. Here's the doctor's in attendance. Why aren't we getting the same from Barack Obama? Don't know. So anyway, moving on. Let's let's talk about something something more interesting and fun. (laughs) Well, instead of (laughs) instead of me being a hate monger and racist and uh and, and john murtha the rep- representative from pennsylvania said everybody in western pennsylvania is racist and then did, he he walked that back and said we're not racist we're rednecks did Did you hear
1: the john mccain i wish i had the recording of this john mccain speech right after that was comment was made about western pennsylvania i heard it, i heard it on the radio this week uh he was he was at, at he was at some at some place i don't know where the hell he was in pennsylvania and he said that Uh, McCain's party is saying that the Western Pennsylvania – what the hell – are a bunch of racists? Yeah, that was Obama's party. Right. But at the speech, McCain said that Obama's party says that Western Pennsylvania is a bunch of racists. And And McCain's response was, I agree with Obama.
2: And and
1: then I did hear that. And then he and then he said, I disagree with you. (laughs) He screwed up that, you know, he had a great chance to slam Obama. That was the funniest thing.
2: Well, the thing is, Paul Murtha is is an idiot. Right. Um, This is the same guy who accused our Marines of killing people in Uh Hyatha and and said that they went in there and they slaughtered. uh, They were slaughtering civilians and so on and so forth. And how they should be, you know, how they're warmongers and et cetera, et cetera. And then they did an investigation that, you know, the Congress pushed for, et cetera. And they find out that the Marines were not guilty. Uh Martha never apologized for that. Nope. All right, you know, I mean, and that's that, that, like I said, that's enough. Of it. Let's let's. Talk that's about enough. Something funny.
1: All right, I guess we. Ha- well, I don't know if it's funny, but I guess the uh, since we've gone with the Democrats, I guess you got a story about the Republicans also.
2: Yes, I do. Uh, Sarah Palin made her f- uh, uh, made an appearance on Saturday Night Live, and in fact, that was the biggest, uh, highest-rated, most highest watched. Rated, yeah, yeah, and in the last 15 years or something ridiculous.
1: You, you know what the last, you know, the last time the ratings were that high was when, uh, um, uh, what the hell's her name? Nancy Kerrigan was on. Okay. I, I, I don't know how, why that one had so high, high ratings back then.
2: I think it was right after she got hit. You yeah. know? Oh, <laughs> no. Okay. So anyway, go ahead. Uh, anyway, uh, did you see Sarah Palin on there?
1: Uh, Actually, I didn't watch it live because I'm not going to sit through 90 minutes of crap. But I did watch it the day after. Yes.
2: Well, the the first part, uh, you know the the first part of the show was was probably was way funnier than the middle of the show. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, you know where she's standing with Lauren Michaels and uh, Alec Baldwin comes up and starts talking to her, talking to her like she's Tina Fey. Right. I thought that was a scream just because of the fact that everybody knows that Alec Baldwin doesn't like the Republicans. Uh And she sat there and she took all his, you know, took his, you know, she played along Uh and and she says, you know, I really, really like, you know, I appreciate the fact that you're here, but I do like your brother a little better (laughs) because her brother's a born again Christian and, and is basically a Republican now. Right. And, you know, she did the live from New York at Saturday night, but she actually pulled it off better than I would have expected. She pulled it off better than any other politician
1: and a lot of the sports figures actually that I've seen on SNL.
2: Oh yeah, she she did such a great job mm-hmm. that uh, I, I think that was part of the reason for you know the the ratings to be so high uh-huh. people actually stayed to see what else she was going to do right and there was a, a thing that where she was on the weekend update and uh, Amy Pohl did a rap uh-huh. thing where Sarah Palin says well I'm, I've decided I'm not going to do that I mean that was set up that she wasn't a- obviously and she was dancing along and and, every, and it was cute it basically showed that. You know, she wasn't afraid to, to step into their world and, you know, play right along, you know. And I think that they, they decided not to, uh, not to attack her there because they would have just looked petty. Right. You know, she, she showed up on their turf, you know, and uh, I, I thought she held her own. I thought it was really a good, uh, good episode.
1: It w- it was I I didn't watch the rest of it I the other part I did watch I think I think the article that you, you have for us that's linked on showshow dot com with uh, Mark Wahlberg yeah apparently there was a skit the week before where something about Mark Wahlberg talks to animals or something like that and, yeah and I guess he got very I guess he got pissed about it in real life and uh, they they put him on the show this week and it was kind of funny to see him talk to Andy Sandberg who played him in the skit the week before. That that was a good part too. I'm mean, I'm going off on a tangent, but getting back to uh, Sarah no, Palin, no.
2: well, I th- I think you're right because well, I to be honest with you, I honestly think that that was nothing more than a publicity stunt because he was he's uh, promoting that uh, Max Powers movie he's doing Max Payne, Max Payne, Max Payne, yes, and I think that that was the whole thing behind it because he he's sitting, you know, the week before he's on. Uh, Leno or Letterman saying how he's going to go to Saturday Night Live and he's going to, you know, beat this dude down and blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, he comes on at the very beginning of Saturday Night Live and tells Lauren Michaels, where's this guy at? Or I'm going to slap I'm uh-huh. you know, I'll, you know, smash your head and this, that and the other thing. And it's like, you know, and then you realize, you know, it's a goof.
1: Oh, yeah. But you well, you're probably there's... right, and you know what? I bet you, I bet you, Universal probably made Max Payne because, you know, NBC and Universal are all the same company. So you're probably right, though. It's probably just a huge publicity stunt. But back to the governor, you know, like you said, the first part was funny. I got a little tired of hearing, you know, Alex say, you know, Tina. He called her Tina like 50 times in that sentence. Yeah. is that right, Tina? Isn't that right, Tina? I was like, okay, that's kind of stupid. But and we talked about this at work. It is amazing how much Tina Fey looks like governor palin yeah oh, i actually. almost you almost i almost thought it was the same person
2: yeah i really you, did because you, you you definitely have to pay attention because-
1: you, you, you do you're right because you, she, she was sitting on the stage you know with the flags and that's tina fey talking and then they go backstage and that's the governor and i'm like oh no way that's the same
2: person the the only thing is if you see him side by side tina fey's a little taller
1: uh-huh i didn't, I didn't really pay like, attention
2: well when they when when uh, Alec Baldwin comes out and, t- and tells Tina Fey she's here, just uh-huh. she what? Who's here? <laughs> and then he whispers again, uh, "I'm out of here." And she, she well, when she when she walks past Sarah Palin, uh-huh. Sarah's a little, Governor Palin's a little bit smaller than she is, but other than that, that facially they're facially. Or, I, I whoa, mean, that- they're very close.
1: I mean the hair. They had the same dress on, the hair design, the same glasses, everything. And I was looking. I'm like, I I don't know if that's really the governor or if that's Tina Fey. Yeah. But um, like I said last week, and I'll say it again this week, if and I doubt it, McCain gets elected, you know, Tina Fey might be lucky and have another another four eight years of doing that and making some big bucks.
2: Yeah. I, I don't think she wants to, because the only venue for her to do that on is Saturday Night Live. Right. And you know, granted they they shoot 30 Rock in New York. Mhm. So, I mean, she she's there to do it, but she did Saturday Night Live for how long? Well, that's and it true. took her so long to get away from
1: it. But I I think she's using Saturday Night Live to promote her other show. You know, they could put commercials oh, on, sure. you know, hey, you know, Tina Fey, hey, she's got her own show on Thursday nights on NBC. Take a look at it.
2: Yeah. That's possible too.
1: I, I think I think that's another thing. I mean, if she can get another four years of doing that, she can keep pushing her other show. You know, get more people to watch it. Uh, on a side note, with SNL, I'm getting a little tired of the Saturday Night Live, Thursday Night Election Update crap they've been doing the last couple of weeks. If you've noticed it on TV, yeah, I, I refuse to watch it because I, I
2: mean, I, I'm one of them people that don't preach to me. Uh-huh. You know, I I'm, I consider myself fairly educated, right. and I can make my own decision. And uh, you know, the they, nah, I I I really don't like the politics of NBC. They're super liberal, right? I watch shows on NBC. Don't get me wrong; uh, I'm a big fan of Heroes and mm-hmm. Chuck and so on and so forth. But I don't. Count on NBC to be my political barometer, because they continuously drop the ball. You know, and and this and that Barack Obama thing's a, a perfect example. This story has been around with this uh, Philip Berg since August. Uh-huh. What? Why hasn't the mainstream media picked it up? Why haven't they said, okay, Barack? I mean, that's what the media was supposed to be for. Hmm. It wasn't to criticize one political party over another. It was to be a watchdog to make sure to, that politicians didn't become czars. Right. And, it, well, like I said, I, I'm getting off politics. I'm not going to be talking about politics anymore. So if I start saying anything about politics, Corey, correct me because I, <laughs> I, I don't want to I, – I keep getting caught back in this Berg thing because it's, it's very interesting. And it's very interesting that no one else is talking about it except us. So,
1: <laughs> I, I don't know why. I, I don't know how, and I don't know if the Republicans have a bomb that they're holding off. You know, we're coming down to crunch time. Are they going to come up with some, you know, some magic potion to prove Barack Obama doesn't was never born in the United States and and that, become that, the definitive candidate?
2: That may be the uh, October surprise. Is they're going to pull up his grandma from Kenya, who says he I was there when he was born in Kenya, and he's done.
1: And that's another thing. I I don't think I've ever heard that term before, till till this year. October surprise. Oh no, there's always an October. I surprise. have never heard of October surprise before.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, the the October surprise when Bush got elected last time uh-huh. was the uh, Ben Laden tape,
0: because
2: mm-hmm. Ben Laden said that he was going to do another t- attack, and that tape was released in October right before the election. Mm-hmm. You know so, and, and the other question I had is Joe Biden came out, and, and this is another thing that the mainstream media have refused to, to report on. He came out and said, in the first six months of an Obama presidency, we will be tested by other nations who want to see how well he'll handle it. isn't something that's good why would he why would why would biden say something as asinine as that other than the fact that he's joe biden uh-huh. i mean biden has made a career of you know always making the wrong with you know <laughs> choosing the wrong idea and the wrong uh-huh. path i mean he was one of five senators who voted against the alaska pipeline
0: uh-huh.
2: and he's the only senator that's still in the senate but i just don't get you know how that's supposed to make me feel warm and fuzzy about voting for a guy, knowing that in his first six months in office, there's going to be a test. True. Now, what what, what the hell does he mean by test? Does that mean Ahmadinejad uh, uh, Medine- or whatever his name is from Iran is going to fire off a dirty bomb? Who knows? Does that, I mean, what what does he mean by that he's going to be under a he's going to have a test? You know, Who Kennedy knows? had a test. Yep. And he failed
1: it. Yes, he did. So. But we know Joe Biden's an idiot. We know Joe Biden's an idiot. But you know who else is an idiot? Nick Hogan.
2: Yes, he is. Uh, he just got out of jail. He served 166 days in jail for basically making a vegetable out of his buddy. Um, and, and and it's and I and I'm I don't I'm not trying to say that to make light of the the fact that happened what happened to Mister Graziano uh-huh. because he, he's in a permanent vegetative state. He will never be normal. He's got a hole in his head. Yeah, I mean and if you've seen the pictures, it it's pretty pretty disturbing mm-hmm. to look at because it looks like they removed the frontal lobe of his head and it's caved in. Uh and I just don't like talking about that. But, you know, he was sentenced to 8 months in jail. Um he got off in 166 days on good behavior. Um I don't know what, uh, you know, I, I there was um, tapes released of him and Hulk Hogan having a conversation that the day he got out of jail that there was going to be a deal to do some kind of a TV show and uh-huh. et cetera, et cetera. And that, to me, that's number one in bad taste. Number two, it's like Hogan just raised his family to be media whores. Uh, uh-huh. you know, uh, his daughter's not bad looking, no, but okay. He, and I can understand he's trying to get her promotion cause he wants her to have a career and, and it's almost kind of cool that he's trying to push them towards being self sustainable. Maybe uh-huh. is that, is that a real word?
1: Uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't know if he's trying to teach him to be self-sustainable. I think he's trying to teach him to, to milk the public for every penny they're worth. Yeah. Um, so, yeah I mean, possible. I mean granted she is an attractive woman. She might be able to do some modeling. But but her brother Nick, is, he's a big douchebag. All yeah. he's going to be known is Hulk Hogan's kid. The funny thing about this story is that I lived in Tampa when all this crap went down. And every day that's all you heard. Was, was Nick Hogan this and Nick Hogan that and Hulk Hogan's doing this and Hulk Hogan's doing that and it pissed me off because Nick Hogan couldn't have done all this shit on his own Nick Hogan doesn't have a, a pot to piss in he doesn't have any money that no. that fancy sports car he owned was his dad's that bought it You know, oh, he absolutely. got he got all those speeding tickets under the age of 18. Did his dad take away his driver's license? Oh, no, 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 he ignored it. Oh, no problem son. Just keep driving till you kill somebody and now you know he killed he essentially, like you said, he killed this man. This man is a vegetable. He's brain dead. He has no life. His life is over. And th- and this little hoodlum punk fuck here spent 166 days in jail for it.
2: Look, well, in look, fact, they, they a tape of his mother, you know, talking about how she was how she supported his, you know, drag racing and this that and the other thing, and uh-huh. you know, nobody was getting hurt. And, and then the douchebag goes out, gets all drunk and then decides he's going to race, and, you know, that's what happens.
1: Yeah. You know, it's all fun and games until somebody gets hurt. Yep. So I just – he's out of jail. Let's see how long it is before he screws up again.
2: Yeah. It will be fairly soon because, like I said before, he's one of the people that needs to be in the media. He (laughs) needs to be in the spotlight. And the only way for him to do that, because he has absolutely no talent, yep. is to fuck up. And he will he will have to fuck up on a large scale, get national media attention. You know, maybe he'll wreck another car or uh-huh. he'll get a speeding ticket or something as douchey as that. And then he'll get on, you know, he'll, he'll get his fix. If you look at these, the children of these stars that are on these... Um, Reality shows. Uh, a, a lot of the children of these stars are really fucked up. Uh-huh. Um, if you take, um, what's his name? Ozzy's kids. Right. They're as fucked up as football bats. <laughs> <laughs> and then Hogan's kids are, like I said, they, it, it, he's trying to, to, to get them to actually be able to support themselves. But he still pampers them, uh-huh. very much like Ozzy did. Right. But then you look at um, – have, have you ever watched Family Jules, Gene Simmons? Yes, I have. Gene Simmons his, his has done a great job with his kids. They are funny, uh-huh. intelligent. Uh-huh. You know, um, they, they're into other things, you know. Like, his daughter was into soccer and modeling and this, that, and the other thing. And he's very supportive. Right. You know, but it's not the same as, you know, Ozzy, whose kids are out all night, you know, drinking, partying, raising hell, you know, with Vicodin habits and, you know, Oxycontin habits and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, you don't hear anything about, I mean, even the fact that they're on TV now. Uh-huh. You know, you'd figure that would make them a bigger target for the paparazzi, right? Still, don't see them because they they don't they don't that that's not their thing. Well, it,
1: it all comes down to good upbringing. That's what it. I mean, essentially, if your parents teach you the right way to do things, that helps out. They're not going to be known in five years as Gene Simmons' kids. You know, five years from now, oh, that that Nick Hogan guy. Or, that Nick Hogan guy? Yeah, that's, that's Hulk Hogan's kid. You remember, he's the one that killed that kid and got a hole put in his head, and he, now he's a vegetable?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's it's funny, because that's it's Nick Simmons too. Um, oh, okay, I've screwed everybody up here. I don't well, know. Well, that was, the th- when I was, I thought you were struggling for Nick Simmons.
1: I, I, I was You're doing something wrong Nick there. Hogan. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, coming and going here. I knew there was a Nick involved, but, yeah, I agree. I, I think that You know, the other thing is, too, you watch the show, you know, Ozzy, there's no doubt, Ozzy did all kinds of (laughs) stuff, uh, be it drugs, alcohol, whatever, and and that was mirrored in his children, whereas when you look at Gene Simmons, you see the same thing. He is mirrored, his children are mirror images of him, and he doesn't do drugs, he doesn't drink, Mm -hmm. he is all about making money, and... Being a businessman. Right. And I think that that's part of what shows in his kids. And like I said, if you watch the show, his, his kids are extremely intelligent. Mm-hmm. They're extremely funny. They're well-rounded. You know, I mean, if you compare uh, Sophie, um, Jane's daughter, to uh, Ozzy's daughter, um, what's her name? Kelly. Kelly, yeah. Yeah. Uh they're night and day. Kelly's as fucked up as as they could be. You know, she to, because the show's been cancelled or they decided to quit doing it or however you want to put it. She she's another Nick Sim or Nick Hogan. She's gonna be you know, she's talentless, she's a hack, she's struggling she's going to be struggling to get some kind of uh um att- media attention.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And I don't think that the I don't think the media cares about her anymore. I mean, it's not this is Kelly Ho-, or Kelly uh Osborne who was on the Osbornes and da 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 it's this is Kelly Osborne that's Aussie's daughter. Yep. She's actually gone backwards. You know, she she was a star on a show the show went to hell because of the fact that she's a little bitch. Uh-huh. And, you know, they got rid of it. It's off the air. And now she's gone back to, she's just Ozzy's daughter because, you know, he, he tried to get her to, to sing. They, you know, they peppered up her voice with some uh, studio effects. And it's a shame because the studio effects couldn't even help.
1: Well, that's another problem with these childhoods, these uh, celebrity children too, is if they follow the same path that their parents do, like like you said, Kelly was trying to be a sinner, everyone's going to compare her to her father. And she's – that's that's a fail right there. She's she's never going to live up to those standards. She'll never, never be as good of a sinner as he is. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't matter how good her voice is. Well, you're not like your dad. You fail. But you know what? I don't care. I, don't, I never watch the Osbournes. I try to stay away from reality TV because it sucks. And Nick Hogan, I give him before Christmas till he fucks up again.
2: Well, you're being generous. Because oh. that dude could fuck up a one car funeral. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll leave that at that. Uh, you had. Oh, one of. Uh, one of your heroes apparently died. Oh,
1: screw you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this guy annoys the hell out of me, Richard Blackwell. Uh, a lot of people might not who, know who Richard Blackwell is, but everyone knows Mr. Blackwell. That's the, the guy that was basically the self-appointed – I don't know what you'd call him, but every year he'd come out with this list of the worst-dressed people.
2: But worst-dressed
1: celebrities. The worst-dressed – yeah, worst-dressed people are probably on the top of that list. But worst-dressed
2: celebrities. I I struggled to stay off that list, and that's why he decided to go with celebrities. (laughs) Yeah, we're not famous enough yet. We're not famous enough, exactly. I'm famous enough in this
1: room in the house, and that's about it. Um, He died Sunday at complications of intestinal infection. I don't know. The guy looks gay to me, so I don't know what it is. Uh, 86 years old. Uh, the guy had no life that I know of. I think I was reading in the article that he tried to commit suicide at least three times in his life because he was thinking that his career was over. This was his career, making up a list.
2: Yeah, well, he did other things too, though. What well, I mean, did he, was- he do? What, can I you? He, I think he was a designer of some sort. I don't know. I mean, well,
1: I guess so. I mean, he designed stuff
0: with his, his partner. Old-
2: according to, to the article he uh he had his own his own label, and I guess that's like uh similar to a record label uh-huh. except for you know um clothing desi- yeah clothing designers
0: yeah
1: but for the average person like you or me uh would you know that no i have uh, no there's three hundred and sixty four days a year i don't know who the hell Blackwell is. <laughs> There's that one day for like five minutes when you know on the radio they say, Oh, Mr. Blackwell released his list today and here are the top dress top celebrities that are worst dressed. Number one is this and you're like, Oh, this list is exciting. You know But usually the
2: the whole thing is it's never a surprise.
1: You know, I don't know, unless you're in the fashion industry, I, I don't think anyone really cares that he died except probably for like Britney Spears, Paris Hilton and uh Ja Gabor. Yeah, the people that usually made them right—they're happy now that they're not the worst-dressed people anymore.
2: Well, I'm sure somebody will step up to, to take his place.
1: I don't know. Uh, Don LaFontaine. Don, Don LaFontaine passed away a few weeks ago. You know the the famous voice that did all the movies. You know, in a word, you know that guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. The, the you know almost every movie, every TV show you've ever seen, his voice has been on. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't I don't think actually anyone would
2: want to take over Blackwell's. Spot anyway, would you? Sure, why not? I mean, once a year, I mean, really, think about it. what does he do? all year he goes, "Wow, that looks like shit
1: hmm. I mean and really, is it really that tough?
2: No, he doesn't have a tough job that, that, That's my point I, That's why I don't see someone not stepping forward and taking his place. You know, there's plenty of people in the fashion industry that uh that are critics. Of what people wear, how they look, who's, you know, best dressed, worst dressed, blah 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 blah. Uh-huh. There's going to be somebody who steps up and takes Blackwell's place, and it's not no longer Mr. Blackwell. It's Mr. You know, dick and ass. I don't know yeah. that that goes. Okay, well, I don't like the way you're dressed. So yeah, but I, I. But you know what? You got
1: the Us Weekly, you got Entertainment Weekly, you got People Magazine, all those. Do those stupid things anyway? They, they every week you see those magazines. They have a picture of a celebrity, and they go, "Oh, they're dressed beautifully, or they look like crap." Do we have to wait yeah, once but, a year to see a list of who's the worst?
2: I, I think that what they'll do though, is they'll have somewhat they, that that's like a, a vacuum. Uh-huh. All right, so, somebody like Blackwell can be replaced. You know, there's always going to be a critic there. Whereas that uh, Don LaFontaine, they can't replace him. Right. I mean, that was a, his voice was a trademark, and there's no one that's going to be able to 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 step in and do what he did. You know, there's plenty of voiceover guys. There's the you know, um, I can't remember the guy's name now, but the, there's plenty of those guys. But nobody is going to be as good as him. This guy, I mean, he's a he, he's a critic. He he this you know. He makes decisions based on the way you're dressed. Huh. So anyway, moving on. You, you had a story about a uh,
1: satellite? Oh, yeah. The, you remember that you know, finally Sirius and XM merged, You know, the two big satellite – actually, I don't even know if there are any other satellite radio companies out there. Uh, no, I think that that was I, it. I think so. I, I, I was actually shocked that they merged because now, I mean, they have a monopoly. <laughs> yeah well the DFCC allowed them which, that, is which is amazing which is amazing but i guess they don't really have a monopoly because i guess you can use terrestrial radio as competition too i mean it's not like you're forced to use satellite radio so mm, yeah I, I there's arguments for either side of it but you know i'm glad it happens and uh actually the ceo mel carmaisen the the guy that uh runs the company says that it can take up to 15 years for dual receivers that can both um, have channels for Sirius and XM on it, it take 15 years for that to happen because it's going to take that long to get the chips made into to the auto dealers and, you know, whatever. I, and I'm trying to think to myself, why the hell is it going to take 15 years to take two radios and to put them into one?
2: Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Uh, I I think that, it, that may be a case of, you know, now if you think about it, if you buy a new car today, uh-huh. and you go in and say, okay, I want this uh, Dodge Ram uh-huh. pickup truck, and I want it to have satellite radio. Right. They're going to say, which one you want, Sirius or XM? I'm going to say, I guess XM.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Right. Five years ago. They didn't have this technology. 10 years ago, they didn't have this technology. 15 years ago, they didn't have this technology. So it didn't take them 15 years to get into the truck now. Right. Why would it take 15 years to combine the two? I mean, you you look at at what they can do with uh, an iPod. Uh Uh-huh. All right. You get one of them new little iPods that are, what are they? They're like 30 gig, 40 gig, something Uh like that. Yeah. That, that's big, you know very, slightly larger than a stick of gum, uh-huh. You know, Ten years ago you wouldn't have heard of that. Five years ago you wouldn't have heard of that. Well, no, I figure, wait, the original iPod just turned seven.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, this week. Oh, we, sh- we should have done a story on that, the happy birthday of the iPod. but that's OK. I digress. <laughs> um, there's, there's, technology is moving so fast. Uh, to say that it's going to take 15 years to create a chip, hell, we have uh, processor chips in computers now that have quad cores. Right. Where a sing- you know where a single processor to the operating system looks like four processors. Uh huh. So you mean to tell me that it's going to take 15 years to combine the two? I I just can't understand how so- how anybody that the CEO could be making a statement like that. Well, You know, he should be saying it's going to take 15 minutes because we're going to put, you know, some of the the smartest guys on the planet into a room and they're going to come up with it. And it wouldn't take them 15 years. It won't take them 15 months. You know, I, I don't think there's any way that you can, I mean, if anybody knows anything about electronics, and if you do and you're listening to The Average Joe Show, please write in. And tell us exactly why it would take 15 years to put XM and Sirius on the same chip. I
1: I, I don't I, you know I don't know if it's something to do with the satellites or or what. I mean, I'm thinking that it's it's like satellite television. You put you you punch in a certain number or a certain frequency to lock in into the satellite, and and you're done. I, how hard would it be to put you know? two pieces of information onto that chip to say, okay, here's XM, here's Sirius. You push a button, you go from one to the other, like AM and FM. It's not rocket science. In 15 years, I don't think anyone's going to give a
2: crap. Now, Here's another thing to think about. If I wanted to have XM and Sirius in my truck, Uh right? And when I bought the truck, it came with XM, and I said, you know what? I want Sirius. Right. So I go buy a Sirius converter and I plug it in. So I have my choice at that point to either be listening to XM or listening to Sirius. Why is that so hard to understand? I mean, it's still going to pick up the same signal. You're still going to use the same antenna. You're still going to use the same everything except for it's a different code. Uh I I agree with you 110%. There's absolutely no reason why a radio can't have a switch, you know, and have an XM Serious switch. Uh huh. I want to listen to XM now. I want to listen to Sirius now. And it's the same as, uh, you know, uh, it, you're exactly right. It's the same as a, a tuner for digital cable mm-hmm. or digital cable, digital, uh, you know, the dish network. Right, satellite, satellite television. Satellite, yeah. satellite television. You know, you, you lock into that satellite and you watch TV. And that's the same thing. You're going to lock into a satellite, and you're going to listen to the radio. Uh You're going to lock into that satellite based on which code you use. There's absolutely no reason that anybody can give me that they couldn't do this. And to say that it's 15 years away, and and this is a CEO. If I'm the CEO of this company, I'm going to say, look, I'm going to give it a year. Uh You know, uh, because if... Auto dealers want to put my product in their cars. They're going to, you know, and my product is two different radio stations. And I think it's bad to call them radio anymore because it's really not. Uh But my satellite's in there. Uh It's at my best interest to put the, the hardware out sooner you
1: know you know what's going to happen because this story is obviously coming from the Sirius XM company what i think is going to happen is it's going to be like the iphone and stuff like that if people are going to be starting to come out with their own hacked versions of this you know oh, yeah. you're going to instead of going to buy an official XM Sirius Radio, you're gonna have to go down the street and, you know, you might go to an electronic shop or some auto place and they might be able to, you know, hack one and make one up for you to put in your car
2: or snap, snap a chip in. Right,
1: you know, you know, a, an unlocked one or a jailbroken one, however you want to call it. But so that's what's gonna happen. I mean, if they're saying 15 years, you know that there's somebody out there, some company, somebody, legally, illegally, however you want to do it, gonna get that shit out within probably by Christmas. Honestly, I can see something out by Christmas. Maybe not be. We might not be able to find it ourselves. Might be in the bigger cities, like probably like New York. <laughs> but I think something will be out there probably by Christmas, so they can get it on the market. Because I, I, well, I, can't see XM taking 15 years.
2: No, because like I said, the initial technology hasn't been 15 years in the making. No. So why would it take 15 years to to put two chips together? I mean the the. You you look at, you know, t- and, and you use the iPhone as an example, uh-huh. and and I happen to have an iPhone. That is not a phone. You know, they, they have that, commu- that commercial on for Sprint now. These aren't phones anymore. Right. I don't know how we can call them phones. And it's true. The iPhone is a computer.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a, a handheld computer that does email, that does phone calls, that does you know it's a calculator it's a you know all this other stuff that it can do in addition to you know and if you think back to and I'm going to show my age here i'm going to go back 20 years uh huh right so that would have been what 1998 uh, <laughs> uh, 1988 88 yeah yeah <laughs> Damn. wow whatever 1988, you think about it, um, the the idea of a computer then was, you know, a, a monster, heavy-duty, let's see, 88 would have been the, uh, what was it, the 8086 uh-huh. processor chip. Right. So, and they were monster boxes, and you paid $1,500 for this monster box that you might, you know, with... <laughs> absolutely you know the, the in fact my first computer that's what it was it was an 88 and it was a 8086 pro no 8088 processor mm-hmm. with 2 megs of mem 2 megs of ram and a 20 20- no a 10 meg hard drive right you know and you compare that to what i i have more memory on, on my iphone than that you know when you say, well, it was a 10-meg hard drive, and it was hard to fill it up because your programs weren't that big. You know, everything was done in basic, and, mm-hmm. you know, it was simple little programs. But my point is, to see how far technology's come in the last 20 years, there's no way you can tell me it's going to take 15 to put two, you know, two satellites onto one chip. uh, You can't convince me of that.
1: No, they should have had the chip pretty much ready to go and out the door by now because – When they made the announcement. uh Yeah, they should have said, "Okay, and here we go. It's out there. It's going to cost you a little bit more because you're going to get both channels on it because it's new technology or whatever crap you want to say. But 15 years? I mean, you know, people people that have XM are like, "Oh, I enjoy this radio show on XM. Boy, I could wish I could listen to this on Sirius too." And then they find out this happens and they're like, "Great. All I have to do is hit a button and I can listen to it." Nope. Sorry, you're going to have to wait 15 years. Who the hell wants to wait? You're, they're not going to make any more business off of this deal. It's it, people aren't going to are going to be Aren't going to switch, or aren't going to, aren't going to buy the other service. Only thing I could think XM's going to do or Sirius is going to do, whoever, whoever they are now, is going to say, okay, here's what we'll do: uh, for five dollars extra a month, we'll give you the other service also, and but you got to buy another receiver or some other shit or whatever. I don't know why they can't just take like the XM channels and just put them, piggyback them on the Sirius channel. Channels and vice versa. You know, like say say Sirius goes from one channel one to five hundred. Why don't you take your XM channels and make them five hundred one to one thousand or something like that? You know, mm-hmm. it's kind. You know, it's a different frequency. I, I don't know how. I don't know how that stuff works, but why can't you just do that? Yeah, I, I have no. I, idea. I, I don't know, but I think fifteen years is just way too long.
2: Yeah, and I. Why can, couldn't okay? If XM bought the um you know if they combined the two companies why can't they put the same the same uh programming on both then you don't need Exactly. It. If XM owns Sirius or I, I, I don't remember which one acquired which one Uh-huh. You know, but whichever one it was Mhm. You know, that's the way, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, if I'm XM and I own Sirius now uh-huh. and people, I'm going to take and merge everything, right. you know, so that everybody that's on XM can get all the Sirius content. Exactly. And then everybody that's on Sirius gets the XM XM. And, and you know what? I'm just thinking about this. And if you
1: probably compare both the channel guides, you know, there's probably a lot of re- probably verse, a yeah. lot of redundant stuff. Obviously, you know, oh well look, classic rock on this one, classic rock on this one. Okay, that's cancels out. Well, this one's got Howard Stern, this one has, you know, Opie and Anthony show. Okay, well, okay. Well you put you here and we'll put you over here. There are there they've gotta have ch- well, the, the other thing too is
2: the other thing too is Stern is uh higher tier so in order to get that you're having to pay more money true all right so you wouldn't even account i wouldn't even contact that's not part of my decision true
1: okay so basically the moral of the story is to go out and buy yourself a portable mp3 player download podcasts like ours and listen to those instead and you will not have to worry about this headache
2: exactly (laughs) and new music new music sucks yeah so, so everything that you can get, you can get on a on a uh, podcast or on a uh, iPod. Download it, listen to it. Because there's nothing new coming out that's worth a crap.
1: And if you want to listen to music, uh, listen to Pandora.
2: Exactly, Pandora or Last FM. Last FM is also very good. Yes, Last FM is is my pick. I like. I, I like. I like Pandora. And I, I used them at first. The thing that I didn't like about Pandora was it it limited you to picking one artist. That's and true. And you'd say, it, you know, I, I like Van Halen, uh-huh. and it gives you Van Halen and, and bands that sound like Van Halen. Whereas Last FM says, okay, I like Van Halen, but Van Halen, you know, if you people who also like Van Halen also like Led Zeppelin. Right. Do you like Led Zeppelin? Yes, I do. So then you build a a a fuller, more full profile. So that your your musical, you know, the music that that last FM feeds you is more rounded. Because I, I found that listening to Pandora, there was a lot of times when I'd go, you know, I really don't like this band. Wow. And for some reason, because I used Van Halen as my seed band, it keeps coming up. So uh, when I switched to last FM, and it, it took me a little bit to train it. Right. You know, I like this, I don't like this, you know, that kind of thing. But since I've done that, I cannot complain about the the the, the quality of songs that I get on Last FM. Um you know, and like I said, I'm not I'm not bad math Pandora. Uh-huh. Pa- Pandora is a great service, uh, but I have a very uh eclectic musical taste. And I go from everything from ACDC to Zeppelin to Flogging Mollies and the Dropkick Murphys. So,
1: <laughs> the only reason, I listen, you, only reason I listen to those bands are because of uh, Patrick Norton.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, n- to be honest with you, Dropkick Murphys, a friend of mine from uh, Scotland turned me on. To uh-huh. And he said, uh, did you see The Departed?
1: Uh, departed, 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 Departed.
2: That's with uh Leonardo DiCaprio no, no, and no. Oh, great movie. Great movie. As soon as we get off of this, go find out how you can download it. And you know, you can probably buy it on iTunes or whatever. Right. Download it, watch it. Phenomenal movie. I have to check it out. It, it, I mean Scorsese won the Academy Award for it, uh, that he should have got twenty years ago. Agreed. But the the movie was I have to check that out. That, it, it, Jack Nicholson's in it. Uh, Martin Sheen. Um, Mark Wahlberg. Um, DiCaprio. Um, what's the other guy? The guy from um, Goodwill Hunting. Ben Affleck? No, the other one. <laughs> oh, um, oh, shit. What's his Oh, name? Matt Damon. Yeah, thank you. He's in it. He's in it. And he plays a cop. Great movie. But anyway.
1: All right, we we are getting off the subject here obviously. We're talking about websites and stuff now. And I've seen this online a little bit, something called Share This.
2: Hello. Yeah, yeah what's that about? Yeah. Share This. Uh it's basically an aggregator for um for news stories or what are different things it's like uh dig Uh sort of where you go you know what i want to share this with my friends and it's kind of like delicious right but you know it it, it's really odd the way that it works because it's kind of like delicious but it's not Uh you know and it's kind of like dig but it's not it's it's very uh concentric to what it uh what it does um, it gives you the opportunity to share it with, uh, share the website with different um, applications like Facebook or MySpace or AIM or text or Delicious <laughs> or Blogger. Blah 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 blah. I mean the list goes on and on. And as more and more services become popular, the more the popular services are going to end up, you know, being included in this. Um, Application. it's not an application per se, but yeah, they'll add you know, different uh, you know, like Reddits mm-hmm. and Twitters, and so it, it, says- it sounds like it's a uh, like a uh,
1: a link submitter to multiple other I don't want to say social websites, but um. Other like aggregators, link aggregators, or I don't know what the word. Yeah, like. it's kind of like a Pin FM, I guess, of uh, of links. Yeah, of of different sites. Yeah. You, are... you click one button, it sends it everywhere. Yeah. Oh. Now I saw the the article said that uh, is Share this going to be the next dig?
2: Yeah, uh, I don't think so. Actually. Uh, I mean, a lot of sites are adopting it, right? But, but Dig's still the first, you know. And it, it's one of them cases where it, it's going to be hard to knock the the big guy off. Um, do I, I mean just because I can? But you can, I think you can post a dig from it. Yeah, you can even post a dig from <laughs> it. it. It's nice because I have friends that are on Facebook and. That aren't you know don't have dig accounts that don't use Blogger that you know et cetera. Uh-huh. So it's nice that I can from one place go. Okay, let's submit this to Facebook. Let's submit this to Dig. Let's submit this to Blogger. Let's submit this to Reddit. Uh-huh. And from one place I can do all of it instead of having to copy the link, go to these different sites, and um, you know, put in a suggestion on Dig or. You know, set up the link, and etc.
1: Uh, it's just it's just another aggregator, in my opinion. You look at a lot of these blogs, and this is kind of a turnoff to me. You Go to a blog, you see you see a posting there. You read the posting, and there's like 500 little icons on the bottom. You know, you know, post to dig, post to you know, share this, post to Delicious, post to Blogger, post. It's like I, I don't give a crap.
2: Yeah, well, it's not that as much as um, because. Well, a lot of people out there don't know that when we're setting up for the show, uh-huh. we use delicious and it's nice that some sites, you know, of course I have a toolbar on here that does it. Right. But if I'd find something and go, you know what, this is really cool. And they already have a button there for me to post it to delicious. Right. Bam. I'm going to do it. You know, and there's, you know, like, and digs another one. I, I do submit a lot of stories to do, uh-huh. um, just because I end up surfing the net a lot and I find things that I think, I, you know, it's, it might be something that, especially that's computer related or whatnot, uh-huh. that's really not um, appropriate for our show. Right. But I'll have people, you know, I know people that want to hear about uh, the new MacBook Pro. Uh-huh. So I'll throw something like that to Dig or to my Facebook But I'm not going to put it in Delicious because, you know, there's no need for that. Right. I mean, so it it gives you the opportunity from one place to submit to multiples quickly. Uh So I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, A lot of sites don't have it, and if a site does have it, and I'm and I'm sending something off, yeah, I'll use it. Right. But I'm not gonna. You know, think it's the be all end all, and I don't think it's going to beat be Dig.
1: Well, no. Well, the funny thing is, Dig is Dig isn't the big one out there. It's Yahoo Buzz. Buzz has more people, but Dig to me is more of a uh, niche. You know, it's more of a hey, Kevin Rose. I know Kevin Rose. I, I'll I'll go to Dig. Uh,
2: it's, Dig. It's the difference is Dig is more of a community. Right. I agreed. And uh, last week I attended a, a a and I had mentioned this. Uh, that I was going to PodCamp Pittsburgh. Right. And one of the key uh, things that I came away from there with was it's all about the community. Uh No matter what you're doing, whether it's The Average Joe Show or or Yahoo or Dig, whatever, you make your community the stars. Uh And that's what Dig excels at. Dig excels at, you know, this person submitted this, you know. This person has submitted fifteen thousand stories. Da, da, da. Dig is all about the community, right? Yahoo tries and, and it does mirror dig to an extent, but it doesn't have that same community feel.
1: No, it doesn't. But it it, ha- it has more uh, exposure,
2: though. It has more exposure because simply because it's Yahoo, right? And, and I'll give you that, but you don't have the the community stickiness uh-huh. you know and i mean if stickiness is the word i want to use but you want more if you want people to come to your site and you want people to you know put in comments to um, make your site come alive number one is you make you make your community the star uh-huh. and that is what dig excels at exactly no one t- no, there, there is not another social networking thing out there. I don't care what you want to talk about. Your, uh Facebook, MySpace, you know, none of them make you feel make the community a star like Dig does. Agreed. That that that's why I think Dig's going to be there forever. Or Dig's going to Dig has a better community. Uh, you know, a lot of I, I don't I tend not to follow politics on the internet Mm -hmm. just because to me politics and your preferences is a personal thing right uh and and you know and and i try not to talk about it on the show that much (laughs) except when except when i have to you know right Um, but you know there's some things on dig that you know that community i don't approve of or I don't believe in, but I'll still listen. you know I'll still check out you know what the the community on the you know Macintosh is
1: right well, that's the one thing I do like about Dig is you can get down to a specific niche, you can get down to Macintosh stories, you can get down to uh sports stories, you can get down to uh just regular news or uh weird stories and they got a lot of little niches if you want to just follow one little thing, it's great.
2: It, yeah, well, I have my configured, So whenever I hit DIG uh-huh. and and I'm logged in, it takes me right to the Macintosh. Exactly.
1: That's the one thing I like. And the one and you were right about the community, though, because if you notice, a lot of people, you notice the same usernames on on Dig. It's not like just somebody comes in, posts something, disappears. You see the same name popping up everywhere, and it's not like they're spamming or they're just there just to to make themselves be known. They're they're actually participating. This they're the ones that make Dig what it is.
2: Yeah, and. That, and like I said, that's what makes a oh, a website a living thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what, what, like I said, I went to this podcast thing and we talked in depth about, um, you know, your community and building your community and, you know, different things. And every, to, I mean, pretty much to the person. Uh, have you ever heard of Chris Brogan?
1: Chris, it sounds familiar, but I'm going to say no
2: he's he's in one of the technorati you know top 100 i mean this this guy's phenomenal Uh and he uh he came in and gave us a a talk um he's from boston Uh and he's one of the original guys who invented these podcamps that are now worldwide and and if you want to check them out you go to i think it's i want to say it's Uh podcamp.org and they have a listing of you know, the, the different places they've had them. They have them all over the world. now. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, it started in Boston, and Boston had the first one, and Brogan was the one who came up with it, and he brought it to Pittsburgh, and it's, you know, mutated. Uh, uh, PodCamp Arizona, I think, is coming up. Uh, they're, they're all over the, all over the world. Uh-huh. I mean, they did they had a PodCamp Brazil, and they all basically say the same thing. It's all about your community. Build your community, and the rest comes.
1: We'll make sure we have uh, the link to PodCamp on our website at com. Yeah, you're right. It is podcamp.org. It's a simple domain name. And it looks like they're doing Hawaii this weekend. Too bad we couldn't go to that one.
2: Well, Brock's there. Maybe he'll check it out. <laughs> well,
1: uh, No, no. They're not doing bod- PodCamp Kenya. They're doing PodCamp Hawaii. <laughs> We better better not get onto that subject again. I don't want to hear you for another hour discussing why Barack shouldn't be elected president. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. All right, last story of the night, of course, has to be a story about sex. And
2: <laughs> this actually, action- for some reason, you 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 gravitate towards those stories, and and you find all the best. Stories. Well, you know,
1: I, I I always try to have like one sex story every week. I I don't know why. But, but I, I don't know where you find crap. Oh, if I told you where I find it, then everyone else would be going there. Uh, this actually this isn't really a story, but it's an interview with a man in Japan named uh, I'm going to get this wrong, Sugiyo Takuda, and he he performs in porn. Uh, the thing about him, though, is he's 74 years old.
2: <laughs> you know. Now, now, wait a second. Hold on. Second. Okay. All right. Now i i number one, I can't imagine ha- going out and renting Japanese porn, but then, on top of that a seventy four year old jab i mean i've heard of fetishes, but this takes it to the next level um
1: I thought the same thing
2: you know I just can't understand what the attraction would be and and I'm afraid to dig real deep because I might find out. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, I, I, I guess he's he's good-looking for a 74-year-old Japanese guy.
1: He, he he doesn't look like he's 74. I'm going to go that far. I'm not going to say he's good-looking like uh, like you are. Well, no. Have you ever – now, I'm going to lay this on the line. Have you ever seen uh, Asian porn? No. No. Okay. No. no. Well, there's pictures <laughs> – there's actually pictures of him in a movie called Tit Lover Old Man. Kamichi and his horny pranks.
2: Now, hold on a second. Is is this... (laughs) Does this have subtitles?
1: Does it really matter?
2: Well, yeah, it kind of does, because listening to the the title, Mm -hmm. it sounds to me like it was translated from from Japanese, and it was translated not well. (laughs) So I can't imagine... What the uh, subtitles would be like. I mean, have you seen uh, the Monty Python uh, and the the Holy Grail? Yes. All right. Do you have the DVD? No, I do not. Okay. On the DVD, they have different languages, Uh and they do the Holy Grail in different languages. Right. And what's really funny is when you see – when especially when you know what they're saying,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and what they'll do is they'll put it in Japanese, right. but they'll have American subtitles across the bottom. Oh, jeez! And they're translating Monty Python from English to Japanese and then back. Uh huh. And coming back from Japanese, you you know you know what the line is, right? And it comes back, and you go, "That's not it." I know that's not what he says. Because the, I don't know if it's the you know the words that that Monty Python uses are they don't have a word for it in Japanese, so they create something really really odd. Mm-hmm. But that's what you get. You get you know, tit lover old man Kamichi and his horny pranks.
1: <laughs> what the hell does that mean? It's um, it's an old fart named Kamichi who likes tits. And I guess he plays pranks that are horny. I, 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 I have a fucking clue. But anyway, Japanese porn – Wow, I would
2: have never figured that one
1: out. <laughs> Let me break it down for you. I just read the title in a different order. No, Japanese porn, if you look at the pictures too, they always uh, t- um, uh, pixelate the uh, pubic areas. So you don't get to see anything anyway.
2: Now uh- – no, wait a second, wait a second. second. Uh, now I'm looking at this. <laughs> is that the way the movie is? Uh-huh. You sh- you're sure of
1: that? And and yeah, actually well, they show her breasts but they cover up everything else. I don't understand that. No, and uh if you I'm just wondering if that's just for the No, no, because you, you you read the you read the interview and it says um they ask him if he penetrates for real on the set. Uh, he says they, they do they do penetrate unsheathed, but be, before they cut to the next shot, they wear condoms. Of course, the genitals are blurred out in the entire sequence, so theoretically, you shouldn't be able to tell if we are already wearing one or not. But actually, the rubbery, rubberiness and texture of the condom shows through the blur. So they do blur it out. Because in, apparently, I don't know if it's Asian, but I know at least in Japanese culture, it's uh, taboo to show uh, pubic hair. So basically you would just be getting you know pixelated whatever's
2: Yeah. Um
1: <laughs> I used to watch yeah. scrambled porn back in the 80s, I mean.
2: Yeah, and that that gave me a headache. Um
1: <laughs> All right. Um but you, you got to read the article. I mean, you got to read the interview. It's hilarious. He's been doing this for over 14 years. He started doing this when he was 60. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hold on a second. How do you get that job? <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, I'm 60. I should be close to return. I think I'm going to do some porn. <laughs> I, you know, I, I've done pretty much everything I, that there is to do in my life. I'm a Shogun warrior. Uh, my ninja days. I'm t- I'm too old to be a ninja anymore. Guess I got to do porn.
1: Well, it says in the article how he started off. He he wanted to buy porn films that specialized in kissing, and it drew him in even further in the fact that it was structured like a TV show. And he was getting tired of you know buying something like that at the huge video store. So he went directly to the production company that distributes the software, and he bought the stuff there. And he kept going back eventually became friends with the director there then asked him to star in a film because the film demanded had a demand for old people porn was increasing old people porn do you, do you really Yeah, that's And and the funny <laughs> thing is his his family doesn't know about it. You know, could you imagine? Cuz he said Wait a second. I,
2: I thought Japan was a fairly small island. <laughs> At
1: last I knew it was but his wife and his daughter doesn't know about his job. Can you imagine one day if his daughter, you know, picked up a porn and all of a sudden you see her dad slamming some young girl? It's like what the fuck? Ugh.
2: Yeah, but you can't tell what it
1: is. Yeah, but it's just it's, it's still your dad. You can tell by his face. You know, he's seventy-four. That's
2: just <laughs> like seventy. That's just wrong.
1: I don't know. Yeah, like you said, there are a lot of sickos out there that have fetishes, but. uh, I wouldn't want to see a 74-year-old woman having sex.
2: Not so much. Even
1: if I was a 74-year-old man with her, I still wouldn't want to see her having sex.
2: Yeah. You got the,
1: yeah. Apparently his videos are probably sponsored by Viagra or Cialis, you know. Or Popsicle sticks. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you know, you know, he meets the woman, hey, good looking, what's going on? all of a sudden he stops, gets a glass of water, drops a couple blue pills in his mouth, you
2: know. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> and he hooks a defibrillator up. And <laughs> it keeps his heart pumping while he's pumping, and everything's oh, done.
1: There, there's an image.
2: Yeah, I thought I'd share that with you. Let's <laughs> we'll see if he
1: climaxes before he dies, right? Oh, I think on that note, we need to shut the show down. We ran a little too long today. Should we?
2: Yeah. Holy
1: crap, we're. No wait, we're at a. Oh my god, we're at like 80 minutes almost.
2: Yeah, but there was some time in there where we were having technical difficulties.
1: Uh, dude, no. that That's not sometime, That's almost the whole show. I, I, I shut us off at the 50-minute mark when I my call got screwed up and we came back on and we're at 40 minutes right now. Anyway, that about wraps things up for this week's show. Please go to our website, com. We've got show notes, pictures of old men having sex with young women that's pixelated. Uh, we got links to everything that we talked about. Uh, we got the PodCamp link there. That will be also in the show notes. You can see where all the PodCamps are across the country and the world. Uh, also added buttons for iPod and Zoom. So you got an iPod or Zoom. Click on those buttons so you can subscribe to our show a lot easier that way. Also can leave comments about the shows. Email us directly at talk at dot If you want to leave us a comment, we'll gladly respond to you. I uh, also want to thank you uh just for for coming and listening to our show also. Don't forget to check out wards I don't want to say wards show. It's not I mean it's not your show but you're the producer of a restaurant food
2: fast. Well no, actually, yeah, it's com. We actually were able to finally buy the the uh domain bought name. the domain name, huh. Yeah, so it's restaurantfoodfast.com. Um I'm actually this week I'm going to be on the show. Uh-oh. Uh yeah, well, it won't be till next week mm-hmm. uh, that that we'll air the show. Um, but we decided to change our format a little bit, and uh, oh, what's the format? What,
1: what's the change? I can't wait to see what's going on. It,
2: the, the change is me. You're
1: going to be in front of the uh, camera.
2: Yes, I am. I'm going to be. I'm going to load everything up, and then I'm going to be the uh, the helper. <laughs> you can, and one, you're his bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what he thinks.
1: Well, is it going to help but, the show go quicker? I mean, is this why – why are you coming in front of the camera? Just – you want to well, change it up? You want to make we, it quicker? What's going on?
2: No, actually, it will it'll probably end up being a little bit um, – it will be different because we found that, that a lot of people have questions mm-hmm. um, that I was thinking of uh, during the show when we were talking about, you know, whatever the, the, the topic was. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, what is – you know. What is uh, cubing? What is, you know, whatever he, he happened to be talking about. And, I, and while we're shooting it, I'm asking these questions to myself. And, you know, after the show, we'd get emails from people asking that same question. Right. What, what did you mean by this? And uh, so I decided that I'd go in front of the camera and I'd start talking about, you know, I'd start asking the questions. That come to my mind because I'm not a chef. I'm not a cook
1: well. That that does make sense it. though, and it'll make it a little more interesting though because um, yeah, I it'll hope. hopefully it'll lighten the show up instead of him just you know say he, you know how it is. You get an expert in one area. He thinks that everyone oh, yeah. should know something that to him is basic that other people had no clue about in the first place.
2: Yeah, and that that was one that was one of the reasons um, we decided to go with that. We, in fact, we had talked to some people at PodCamp who reviewed the show for us and these are people that that have been around uh podcasting for a while uh-huh. and they that was part of the stuff that they came back to us with and they said you know it it's good content but it gets a little technical and i don't understand what you mean by this and i don't understand what you mean by that so from PodCamp is when we decided that uh we were going to change the format up a little bit and um and I'm the sucker who said, well, I'll do it.
1: What the hell? You're there.
2: Yeah. And uh, I'm not – I think that it will make the show a little little, um, little more loose, a little f- more fun. Um, hopefully I'm going to try and be funny.
1: Uh, <laughs> just, we'll just please don't talk about politics. That's all I ask.
2: Yeah, I, I, I really don't, especially with him. He's, right. You know – I, and the, the cool thing is, I mean, we've known each other since the fifth grade, and so we can pretty much finish each other's sentences and carry on. So it'll be a good time.
1: That's good. A uh, so, question about the – It'll be a restaurant. Oh, I'm sorry. Good. The The domain name, did you have to buy from somebody else or was it just sitting there and you yeah, picked it up?
2: Uh, apparently uh, somebody had it and they uh, they didn't renew it so we were able to jump on it, and we picked it up. the odds of Um, that,
1: that doesn't happen often. Usually something like that, someone auto-renews or someone else grabs it. Yeah,
2: but, I mean, it's just – it's an odd name. And I guess somebody bought it, and they thought they were going to do something with it. And uh, they held on to it for a while, and they didn't do anything with it. And so uh, it expired, and we we snatched it up. And as soon as we got it, it went – you know we went live with it last week so uh, oh, yeah. you can actually you can actually hit our site at restaurantfoodfast.com now it'll it redirect to blogspot but,
1: but it doesn't matter it's, i'd rather have a dot .com instead of a dot .this dot .that you know it's kind of the pain. yeah yet.
2: it makes makes it much easier and and i'm printing up business cards and all that happy stuff so that we can start promoting and uh i'll definitely have this show on my business card so, so got, everybody can check us you out you guys
1: must have been uh like drooling, waiting for the expiration date on that thing to pass so you can grab it.
2: Yeah, we were. Um, we've been, well, we've been doing the, our show for, um, uh, well, well, the, this week's show that goes up is, uh, episode forty. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, we've been doing it for 40 weeks. So we're almost at a year. And, uh, it, it just so happened this week after, uh, we got back from PodCamp. Somebody had said, well, why don't you just have com?" I said, well, we tried to get it, and it was, you know, in use and blah, 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 blah. And we just happened to be on GoDaddy's site. And we were registering some domain names for some other another project I got going on. Uh-huh. And um, I said, well, let's see if it's, you know, available. And bam, it was. So I snatched it up for 9 bucks, And uh, now we have, a, you know, we finally got our – we finally own our our domain name <laughs> well I, t- I tell you to be honest with you
1: that's that's a off to me when you go someone goes i've got a website and it's like you got to go to so and so.com slash this slash it's like i don't want to go to that
2: yeah and, and that was uh, i mean we were given uh that was one of the hints that, that somebody gave us i mean it's easy for people to remember restaurant food com. um so that was one of the hints that somebody gave us at PodCamp. We we knew it. Well, oh, that's
1: like that's like hint number one. It,
2: it's one of them things. It's just it's just one of them things that reinforces. You know, I know that I should be doing this, but not always able to. But we're I'm sure that us talking about this is taking our discussion and our our time off the board
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> okay. so I want to thank Ward for being here tonight make sure you go check out restaurantfoodfast.com of course that link will be on our show notes actually on the side of the webpage Uh don't forget to check out my website I don't like to use the word blog I'm, I, that kind of makes me nauseous when people say check my blog out uh, I'm Uh I want to thank everyone once again for using some of their bandwidth to download and listen to our show uh, hope you enjoyed the show, and if you're a Barack Obama fan, in two weeks we won't talk
2: about this anymore. <laughs> uh, just, just, just ask your candidate to come clean. That's all I ask. It proves you're an American, and I don't care.
1: <laughs> okay, on that note, you know, <laughs> we're proud to be Americans, uh, and until next time, we hope you have a good one. And This is Corey, and that's Ward, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.
0: bye <laughs>